What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. And we are live. It's Friday. What's going on, everybody? Max, how's it going? It's not going great. <laughs> I, I was telling you guys in the pre-show, I think I went through all of the stages of grief in the third quarter of that Celtics game last night. I am just so disheartened right now. Uh, I, I was definitely angry. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. Up 17, squandering another one, down 2-0 in the series. I'm going to say it here. The Celtics maybe extend this to six, possibly even seven games, but this series is over. Miami Heat are going to the NBA Finals. That is who's going to represent the East here. Uh, there's only one player on the Celtics that is, I would say, playing with heart and emotion, and that's Marcus Smart. Uh, he is absolutely the only guy that has any sense of urgency and any sense of fire in him right now. The rest of the players on this team are just relying on talent. In fact, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this. If Jason Tatum, as talented as he is, had a fraction of Marcus Smart's heart and fire, then we would be talking as him as like possibly the next Kobe Bryant because he's got the skill set to possibly be Kobe Bryant, but he does not have that killer instinct that Kobe or Jordan or, you know, any of the greats had, uh, you just see Tatum out on the court. And he, again, he's just, he's taking stupid shots. He's not driving the bet. He's not taking over the game. If Marcus smart had more talent, like the talent that Jason Tatum has, then we'd possibly be saying that Marcus smart is one of the best players in the league. So frustrating. So fr- that's, that's just the NBA. We haven't even talked about football yet. I could go on. I mean, there's not much to talk about in baseball. Like, I really, like, I could just rant for 10 minutes about how disappointed I am in the Celtics right now. You and I were texting last night uh, whether about Brad Stevens being the right coach. I think Brad Stevens is the right coach, but they need a, a an assistant coach, someone with grit. And I, I brought up someone like Kevin McHale, uh, someone like Kurt Rambis. He, they need a second guy on that bench because – the X's and O's are covered, but there's something missing. There's something missing about just keeping your foot on the throat of the other team when you're up goddamn 17 points. How the fuck does that happen? The other team scores 18? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it, was, it was actually they're outscored by 20 in the oh. third quarter. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. They got outscored by 20 in the third quarter. It was it was just ridiculous. You can't yeah. you can't draw up heart on your clipboard, Brad. You need to figure something out. No, what happened is the ghost of Doc Rivers took over. <laughs> well, listen, I, I I'd say you know Kawhi needed a nurse this year and not a doc, if you know what I mean. Oh, uh, uh, Panther, what's going on, man? Okay. Panthers hiding. He's he's in the he's in the crying mode too. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. I think he actually got Cincinnati right though. He should be happy about that. That late cover. It was a lean. Oh, it was only a lean. Oh. Yep. Well, maybe yeah. maybe Panther can join us. What's going on, Rich? Well, the uh, I, I'm in that same boat. I'm watching. You know, I don't. I didn't have any heartfelt connections to any of the games yesterday, other than my wallet, which is a real deep heart, and uh, watching Cleveland give up. 
five consecutive fourth down conversions to blow the cover is enough to make you just want to throw up. You know, if you think about it, Joe Burrow hasn't really had a lot of training, only one live game, no preseason. They played on Sunday. They played on Thursday. There's a travel day in there. So he had maybe one or two days to prepare. And you can't get – you can't confuse the kid once? Yeah. That's just I, – I, that speaks – I mean, if you're a Cleveland fan, you, you almost have to feel like you lost. And if you're a Cincinnati fan, you almost have to feel like you won because you know you got a winner in Burrow. And on the other side, <clears throat> the coach doesn't even think Baker Mayfield's a winner because in that – in that drive to take the lead for good, they handed the ball off every single time because Baker threw an interception the series before. Cleveland would have been better off losing. Tell me, but the, the running game was working. Why wouldn't you just hand it off if they couldn't stop you? Yeah, of course. I, I agree with you. But what I'm saying is the coach just tells you what he thinks about Baker, too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Baker had a necessarily a bad game. I mean, 16 to 23, 219. Two touchdowns, one interception. I don't know that they have a Baker problem. With that uh, interception well, I mean, was no, that, that, that's a problem. That's a problem. When you waste the number one draft pick well, okay, well, on a guy like this, yeah. and he's a game manager at best, mm-hmm. and at worst, he's a liability. No, they've got a Baker problem for sure. Uh, they won the game. I, I, I'm, I'm totally with Rich here. They won the game, but I think as an organization, they might have been better off losing that game because then they could say, <laughs> you know, it's time to time to look across the field and say they drafted the quarterback that is going to be their future. I don't know if we have that. Yeah, that's true. Panther, are you around? Okay. I'm around now. I was I was there earlier, but Max was dipping heavy in like ninety five percent range. I, I wanted to get hmm. because I knew we were going to be on a bender today. So, uh, but you know what? My big takeaway. I mean, Rich nailed it. The Bengals won that game. I don't care what the score says. They won that game. That team is behind Burroughs. They let the dude throw 61 times. If there's no doubt who is in charge of that team, um, it was erased last night. They, they'll shore up that defense, um, and they got to get better production out of Joe Mixon. But the, the Bengals have a lot of hope with – um, Burrow, but you guys nailed it as well with Cleveland. They can never, ever, ever get the quarterback situation right. I mean, we're going back to like Bernie Kosar, Vinny Testaverde to find them a quality quarterback. It's been horrible. And even if they were to draft another one next year, they're the Browns. They'll fuck it up. So <laughs> there, that's my takeaway. I'm ready to go. All right. There you go. No, I don't disagree that Baker's a, probably not what you wanted on their first round draft pick, but I, I think you can I think you can work with him. I think you can survive the season with him. Maybe not thrive, but survive. Yeah, but they're gonna, he's going to be the worst quarterback in the division for at least another six, seven years. Burrow's going to be better. We already know Lamar's better. And as long as Big Ben's around, he's better. But hell, even Mason Rudolph, I'm beginning to wonder. Ooh, that's a good – I don't know if I want to do that or not. We'll have to talk about a bet, Rudolph versus Mayfield. We have to talk about that. Come up with something. The fact that you have to think about it kind of tell, reiterates what we think of Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the, that's the level we've got. Yeah, but I, I think you can game manage with this guy. All right. What the hell else are we going to talk about? <laughs> you want, you we want, got an NBA Western yeah. Conference Finals game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why am I not more excited about this game? I should be, but I don't know why I'm not. Uh, 
Denver and the Lakers. This one opened up Lakers minus six and a half. There's still six and a half at Pinnacle, seven at pretty much every other book. Yeah, the, the Nuggets have had one of the more exciting playoff runs that I can remember. But exciting doesn't always mean great basketball. Uh, there have been times where this team has just not looked good out on the court. You don't fight back from three to one deficits in back to back series without playing some really bad games mixed in there. In their losses, they have been beaten by an average of 16 points per game. And when they win, it's usually their defense that anchors them. Beating the Clippers was a huge step for them. But in retrospect, I think it says more about the Clippers than it says the Nuggets. I think the Clippers have a lot of flaws. Uh, and the right opponent was able to exploit that. You're looking at this Lakers team. They have lost both of their opening series games only to go on to win the next four straight games. I think the Lakers have some flaws too. Uh, they have the two best players on the court. But after that, I, I, I like Denver's remaining starters and their bench over what LA has out there. In this last series, it was playoff Rondo that made a huge difference for them just because of his defense and how he matched up with the Houston Rockets. I, I don't know if Rondo could do the same with Jamal Murray. I think Murray moves too much. I think Murray has a little bit more versatility to his offense than James Harden does. I, I'm not disputing that James Harden is a volume scorer and he can shoot three-pointers and yada, 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 yada. But I think from a versatility standpoint, he's pretty one-dimensional, whereas Jamal Murray, he can kind of kill you from multiple areas on the court. And I don't know if Rondo in his age can keep up with someone like Jamal Murray. Um, I I really think the key to the series is Jamal Murray uh, and, and what the Lakers do with their center. They put Anthony Davis in at center in that last series, pretty much nullifying uh, McGee and Howard from their lineup. Got to see what they're going to do with uh, Jokic, uh, Jokic on the court, uh, which center they're going to match up with him. Because I think, Anthony Davis putting him on, on Jokic might be the smart move defensively, but it could impact Davis's offensive numbers as well. The extra day's rest, I think, is going to be really important to Denver. They went right into that Clippers series, just beaten up from that Jazz series with a barely a day off, right? And now they get an extra day's rest in between their series. The, the Lakers have been off for a week. So I think this is a good time for Denver to just go in there and take game one I do not hate a money line play here, but it's just it's a bit out of my comfort zone of implied probability. That said, I am going to bet Denver with those points. And in doing so, I'm going to fade both the public and money here because the money and public are on the Lakers. Uh, I'm I'm just like Denver coming in and possibly taking this game one. Well, one thing I know is you can't you can't win uh, a series if you win the first game. You know you can't win the the series in seven games if you're not down three to one. That's Denver, right? They they got to be down three to one for them to to make a move. So that, that, the, you you mentioned the week off for the Lakers. I think that's crucial. They've been off ever since they went in the bubble. They went in in firm control of their. Uh, number one seed they were you know benching guys and rest- 
very rested. Denver has played more games than anybody else in the bubble. Um, so I think that, at least for this first game, is going to be their Achilles heel. I agree with everything you said. They're, I think they're the deeper team. Um, but that getting one with the win is probably going to be a tall act. So I like the Lakers in this one just because of the rest. So I'm, I'm not even afraid of the seven. I'm going to bet the Lakers in game one. These two teams played four times this year, two BC before COVID, and they played a couple times in the bubble. In the two games in the bubble, Davis and James logged heavy minutes. They played their, their normal allotment. And they won by three, and they won by four in overtime. So I expect this to be a close game. As Max mentioned early on, the Lakers seem to have a dull effort in game one against uh, Portland and again against Houston. I wouldn't be surprised if all that time off leads to another dull effort, at least in the beginning, but it will pay off as the series moves on. I have the game at exactly seven. The Lakers winning 110-103, so I'm just going to lean and take Denver with the seven. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump on Denver. I'm going to take a bet. I think the, the Lakers will come out a little slow in the first game, and despite Adam Silver's best efforts, I think Denver can cover this one. So interesting stat here. I want to say it's the last 36 finals have had a player in the finals that has played with Shaquille O'Neal. If the Denver Nuggets and Boston Celtics meet up in the finals this year, that streak ends. Because neither neither the, the Nuggets or the Celtics have a player on their team that played with Shaq, whereas both the Lakers... The Lakers have multiple players because they have Rondo, they've got LeBron, um, and uh, someone else. So they've got three players. And then the uh, the Heat, of course, they have Udonis Haslam um, and uh, like two or other two other players as well. Uh, Goran Dragic was a, a rookie when Shaq played on the Suns. So it's fascinating that if Denver and Boston meet up, that streak ends. It's not going to end. (laughs) We're probably looking at Lakers heat here, but um, I think game one is, is it was right there. It was close to money lining Denver. It really was. Damn. All right. Rich, do you have a feel on the total? Uh, I got the total going over um, to 11, 57% of the time. It's a little too low from my liking. Usually I want it to be around 65% for me Mm -hmm. to take it. So I would lean the over, but um, I'm not going to bet it. If, but if somebody did, you wouldn't be upset. You think it's no. If someone took enough. over two, you know, two eleven. Like I said, it, if they play a hundred times, fifty seven times, it'll go over. I, it, just the thing is, if I take it, I'll be on the forty three. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, if you want me to take the under, so everybody could take the over, I'll do it. I, right, right, I'm that kind of guy. We'll, we'll post Rich's PayPal. You can send him money, and you know he will take the under for you. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Baseball. Head over there. See what we got. It's such a such a, oops, an Nothing. awesome lineup it's today. Terrible. <laughs> it is awful. To, I I messaged Arch. I'm like, just what are we gonna talk? Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right. DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. 
Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today talk about there's there's not a single game that i really like there's only one game that i kind of like and i don't like it a lot and that's the battle of the zacks with zach gallon of arizona against zach granke of houston i am seeing some value on the diamondbacks the problem is that line's getting better for the diamondbacks and worse for Houston, but the money's on Arizona. So I, I was kind of liking Arizona until I saw, like, I, again, it's early. So I like Arizona, kind of, but that's it. That's all I got for baseball today. I like Arizona, kind of. I'm not betting on baseball. I'm not. I got no no bets today. Okay, Max, I'm going to highlight a game on the screen that I think you should look at. Don't like it. Oh, man. I, I, I don't like it. The, I think the, this the, is... the money is all over the Brewers. The money is all over the Brewers. Like, if if anything, okay, I would bet the Brewers, but it's it's a tad chalky for me. Okay, Rich, I, I would bet Kansas City. I'm actually going to bet Kansas City because that pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers has been horrible. He's given up at least four runs in six or seven starts in his last three, five, five, and seven. And Danny Duffy for Kansas City has been. Good against everybody except the White Sox and the Twins. The um, Milwaukee Brewers are not the White Sox or the Twins. So I'm actually going to bet Kansas City. If I'm looking for a plus line that I think is going to win, that's that's it. That's the Royals again. I mean, we've been in this position before. But uh, yeah, no, I think the Royals can take care of business. Plus 147. Yeah, I got to jump on it. Hey, Rich, you, you see anything else you like? Uh, we lost Panther, huh? I'm also looking at today's the AL Central day for me because that's the only place I can find anything I'm interested in doing. So, run line Rich is going to emerge from his basement Uh-oh. today and his in his his unhappiness. But I'm going to take Cleveland to run line today um, against who are they play in Detroit, right? Detroit. Yes. So this is another case where you got a good pitcher, Plesek, who's He's pitched exceptionally well most games. He pitched against 10 innings so far against uh, Detroit in his career, one run. Whereas Fulmer, this guy gave up eight runs in five and two-thirds innings in his two starts this year against Cleveland. And on the season, he's given up 23 runs in 22 and a third innings. He got smashed last time out. Cleveland, even though they have a positive run differential of 36 – Detroit's minus 63. So run line, Rich's return, my alliteration for the day, is run line, the Cleveland Indians. Uh, I didn't even have this game on my radar. Just, I, 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 I did yeah. it just post. Yeah. Yeah. 
No. Um, yeah, I, I didn't see any data on this one when I was looking before. Um, so I, yeah, I don't have a feel on this one. I just gave you all the data you need. No, no, no. You, you gave me all the data I need to stay away from this one. Yeah, really? You're welcome. <laughs> no, I think I think if there is a run line play, it probably is this one. If you have to do a run line, if you're just like, you know, an action junkie that has to take it, this is probably the play. Cleveland's probably going to win by two or more. So, yeah, it's not for me. Too many, nah, too many hurdles. Just, just, for, just for me. Yeah. There's a half a run hurdle. I know they're high. Yeah. The um and another as like I said inside the AL Central today, I think the White Sox um what are they like minus one oh seven against the Reds, yeah. But and I think the only reason the White Sox aren't getting plays because the young man pitching for them is making his second major league start. He's a high strikeout guy, um, and he's pitching against T.J. Antone, who started four games this innings, failed to last more than four innings in any one of those games. It's given up seven runs and 16 and a third. And I expect the White Sox are going to end. This game's going to end up in the bullpen where the White Sox have one of the best bullpens. The Reds have one of the worst bullpens. The White Sox have one of the better offenses. The, Re- the Reds are eh, average. So in the game of the non-starters, the White Sox dominate. And as such, I think they'll win this game. Yeah, that was another one I was kind of eyeing up. The, the money before was just heavily on the Reds. Um, uh, the Reds have been playing better, but it seems like they've just been beating up on the lesser teams. Uh, so I, I do think uh, the White Sox probably is the play here. Again, I didn't love it. I, I you know, who who knows what's going on with with this playoff push? Reds, is their offense for real, or are they just beating up on on the the dregs of the league? Uh, I will lean the White Sox here, but uh, again, I, there's nothing today I like to bet. Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to lean this as well. Uh, Cincinnati against teams that are above 500, uh, 5 and 9. If they're playing teams below 500, 20 and 17. Oh, I'm going to lean the White Sox here. Um, That's it for me. Cincinnati's luck factor is just just one. So they're right about where they should be. Right there. That's interesting. They're not Tampa Bay here, just being way too lucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man, there's not a whole lot, whole lot else out there I really like. Do you want to talk about your Cubbies? Well, I think Kyle Hendricks at home yeah. is a um, is a he's a good he's a good bet at home. I just don't have them winning enough. There's if there's like one underdog I'm looking at that I kind of looked at, and then after I looked at the pitching matchup, I you know I started banging my head on the table, asking myself, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" But the, the Mets, <laughs> for some reason, I think that line for the Mets should be much worse than it is. So I'm wondering if they're trying to tell us something. here. I see nothing like I don't have enough data, but it, it does seem like a lot of the bets from what I can see are coming in on New York. I see the, it's opposite on the screen when I'm looking here. So maybe, uh, maybe that's just, my, that's just my, users on this site. Gotcha. 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 You have Max Fry, as I like to call him, versus Steven Matz. So you have a, a, one of the better pitchers in the National League against maybe the worst pitcher in the National League. And I'm expecting to see the Braves at like minus 200, but they're not. I got to see what this line, uh, what this money's doing, because th- this line is getting worse for the Mets and better. I, I, again, like I'm seeing what you, uh, from what I'm seeing on my side, it is getting 
better for the Braves and worse for the Mets. But I, I just don't have any indication of where the money is. I can just see that significant amount of the the betting percentage is is on the Mets right now. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have the value in the Mets. I, I don't have like I I've hit on the Mets a couple times this week. Um, I'm off the Met train for today. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I I I don't like them today. It, it, this is a tough ask to go against uh, Fried Freed. Pinnacle mm. pulled the game. It's not on the board. The minus one fifty two. There, there's the pitching change. Yeah. So some yeah. Oh, so is they're it, taking Freed out, or do you think? Steven no, no, Mets? no, 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 no. It's it's the Mets pitching change. I'm I'm seeing uh, Peterson as the potential uh, starter. Oh, yeah. I see. Well, that might be better for the Mets then. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't find it. Well, well, it was sad. The Mets were my only uh, betting win yesterday. <laughs> was going against Panther in that Phillies Mets game was my only betting win. Uh, rough day at the office. Rough day at the office. Well, it's actually it's actually a good thing. I got a lot of money at the U.S. Open and the NBA Finals, so it's a good thing we didn't have too many bets today because I, I got a lot of money tied up elsewhere, Rich. You know, I hope the U.S. Open comes through. A couple guys, they're right there on the edge, so I think you're going to see him play. I think the course is going to be a lot harder today because the guys went out and shot pretty low, and I know from reading beforehand the groundskeeper was trying to keep the scores low. So either the conditions were perfect and the players were able to take advantage of the conditions or they felt a little bit bad about trying to make the players look bad and made it a little bit easier than they should have. So I expect the scoring conditions to be a little bit more difficult today and the scores to kind of go up. So greens and regulation. Hey, Arch, uh, I hate to put you on the spot here, but maybe you got a number you can pull up for us. Uh, looking at the series price for the Stanley Cup, uh, I forgot to mention that the, the Tampa Bay Lightning – Closed it out yesterday, two to right, one victory right. over the Islanders. Um, uh, looking ahead to tomorrow's game, I, I am currently seeing uh, Tampa Bay as the heavy favorite, minus one sixty one, uh, Dallas plus one forty two. But I'm wondering if you see any series prices on your side. Dallas plus one fifty five to win it all. Tampa Bay minus one seventy five to win it all. That's a series price to win the series. Oh, that's not enough for Dallas. Oh, I'm seeing. Yeah, I'm seeing it now. One one forty five for yeah. Dallas. One seventy nine for. Oh. oh, it's right around there. Yeah. Mm, that's terrible. That's not good. I, I, I like if if you're telling me you're giving me like I don't know plus two fifty. I'll take Dallas. <laughs> I'll take Dallas at plus two fifty. You could probably get that when they're down two games to none. Then I don't yeah. want it. <laughs> <laughs> then it's a sweep. No, I I, I think. This, the same thing is going to happen. I think Tampa Bay is going to win this series. Yeah. I'm just going to say this. I think Tampa Bay is going to win this series for the same reason uh, that they, they beat the Islanders and for the same reason that they beat, beat the Columbus Blue Jackets is they're just way too versatile. They got way too many chances to win a game. They've got a good defense to balance out that really good offense. Whereas Dallas, I mean, we know Dallas can put up points sometimes. But the anchor of theirs is defense, the same way that the anchor of the Islanders is defense, the same way that the anchor of Columbus is defense. And if you're just looking at how these playoffs are going, yes, Dallas has done a great job of uh, uh, quieting great offenses. They quieted the Colorado Avalanche. They quieted the Las Vegas Golden Showers, right? They, They did that. But neither of those teams have what I would say is a stellar defense, whereas Tampa Bay Lightning, I think, have a stellar defense. So to me, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Dallas Stars every single game as a value play. Don't get me wrong. I might bet the Dallas Stars every single game if if the implied probability is there for me to bet as a value play, uh, just because I've got some uh, money to play with in, in hockey. But I still think the Tampa Bay Lightning win the series. Yeah, I'm gonna put it at sixty forty, just off the top of my head, just looking at my Excel sheet really quick without running the numbers. Tampa Bay sixty percent, Dallas forty percent to win the first game. It's probably yeah, gonna probably. be. It's it's probably gonna be that story the whole series. Probably, and they're probably sixty forty to win the series too, maybe even higher. Yeah, I just think that, like Max is saying, Tampa Bay is not one dimensional. If they want to, if it's a defensive game, they can beat you, and if it's an offensive game, that's probably what they want, and then they'll run line you. <laughs> but I, I so I, I think Tampa Bay is going to win the series too. Well, there we go. Anything else we need to touch on? Sex Panther did message me. Apparently, no, he's got a poor, it for me. He's got a poor signal out there. Sex Panther does. So I couldn't tell. Yeah, I, I, no, we couldn't I, tell. Yeah. No, no. I, listen, I was going to take out my robot translator for a while and just yes. uh, just just interpret what he was saying um, through his rosy robot voice. Um, but it is what it is. Listen, yeah. this is this is. Uh, I'm not saying this is the reason we added Rich. We added Rich for his quality content and his magical Excel spreadsheets. But uh, and just not my picks. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing really well up until last Tuesday. I don't know what the hell happened since then. Yeah. Like someone with a voodoo doll, Max, poking <laughs> me with needles. Ebbs and flows, buddy, right? I mean, listen, I, I went through that, that incredibly hot period where I was just on fire and then I dipped for about a week and a half. Probably while you were winning, I was losing. It's, it just it seems like you and I aren't aren't on the same page with the sports betting because I'm doing quite well right now, but I had an off day yesterday. So maybe this is it, Rich. Maybe this is your day for you to turn it around. Maybe I'm gonna start slumping. Yeah. And it's well, like James Brown, here comes the turnaround. Ha! I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow, man, it's the it's the big show, the NFL show. So Max yeah, looking forward to that. I have one play. One play. <laughs> I've got a lot riding on. Yeah, that, I know you do. Yeah, I was gonna say, Max. There's a lot of pressure on you now. I avoided yesterday. I avoided uh, like I. I re- it was close. I said this is a five or six point game, and I. I just I. I didn't have enough in it to bet on Cleveland. I'm glad I went with the lean because I saved myself some some misery. All right. Sorry, sorry, Rich. It's all right, man. Well, Max, let's uh, let's, let's call it a day. That's it. That is it. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com or download the DGENs app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podtail, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rate and comment, subscribe. Download it now. Every single episode, it is Friday. Rich, guess what? Final words, and you get to take us home. And I get to take us home. I'm already home, so there's not much to do in terms of taking you home. As far as, uh, you know, the weekend, the big show's coming up tomorrow with the NFL, so make sure you tune in for that. We'll have a lot of good stuff, cover every single game. And you want to make sure you tell your friends. You see a lot of folks being interactive with us online. That's fantastic. Keep it up. Bring your friends in so we have more people to talk to. And as always, you know, as Panther likes to say, tell us what you're going to do today, what you did tomorrow, what you're thinking about for the NFL. But no matter what you do, and try to make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.